Shalom. We're doing another um, another tshuva, another responsum of the Chavos Yar of Yarchayim Bachrach. Uh, this one also uh, an interesting uh, 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 turn of events. Nishalti, um, I was asked the following question: Echad Bamiritz Russia. Somebody came from Russia. Kinimlat he escaped from the murder. Hashem, Hashem should save us. In in four oh eight. Well, well, that's the gzerot tachvetat. That's the that's the that those are the decrees. Those of the of the uh, excuse me the pogroms the Chmelnitsky pogroms in in uh, in those two years. Uh, the and so and so he escaped from he escaped to Germany. Ran away. And he he was established as a Kohen. He married a wife, and he had children, Bashkinas in 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 Germany. And he treated himself 100 percent with with uh, the sanctity of a kohuna. After 30 years. Another person came who was living in a in a neighboring village, according to what he's saying. They argued. He knows all of his all of his ancestors. He knows him, and he's not a coin. Wow. The and he made a serious shvuel then. Now, now this is a, um, it sounds, as far as I understand, this is the kind of shvuel where you take a Sefer Torah. And he said that, that, that in, the, in, the, in the following, in the coming year, he's going to make this clear uh, through, in, in, through correspondence. And because of that, this this other fellow, the fellow who who was the original subject of our story, the one who ran away from Russia to Germany, and was uh, was uh, in everybody's uh, in all of his 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 ways of presenting himself, acting as a coin. He agreed that he's not a coin. Is he believed to, uh, so to speak, uh, desecrate the kedusha of his kahuna lahaba from now on? Lita melametim to come in contact with the dead, to become impure. Lisa grusha to marry a, a, a divorcee. Gaminin bechorim kamavachamashabada. And also with regards, we have to deal with all of the 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 firstborns that he uh, that he redeemed over those years. Okay, so this is a this is the shaila. Somebody impersonated a Kohen, and, and he admits it. Again, he admitted it under duress, but he had no choice. But, but that's, that's uh, it was very, very powerful that uh, uh, a lanceman uh, shows up and, and, and says, you're, you're not a Kohen. And, uh, and, and he said, you know, he's going to, he takes issue to that effect. And then he, uh, he says, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna prove this within the year." But then, the 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 fake Cohen 
admits that he's not a coin. Now, the tshuva is divided into, into four sections. The first section is, let's say he had denied it, meaning let's say all we had was the one fellow taking a shvua and saying that, that uh, Reuben's not a coin, number one. Section two, what's the din now that he did admit? Section three, how does this, uh, what do we find in the Talmud about somebody who was revealed not to be uh, a, a proper Kohen? And, and number four, uh, uh, what about these firstborns? Okay, step number one. Let's say the, the person had denied it. Somebody comes and saying, you're not a Kohen, and he takes a Shua, and, and, and I'll prove it, etc. That if he were to deny it, meaning if Reuven, the, the person who has been presenting himself as a Kohen, says, says, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. I don't, I'm a Kohen. Um, then he would not be, so to speak, deposed because of that. Why? Kevan Sha'aid one witness is not sufficient to, to determine yichus to determine um, pedigree. So him taking a shvua doesn't change his lack of believability. This is a, 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 a grand principle. This is I don't I don't trust you. I don't believe you in a shvua. And this is just, the person is, is, is just clarifying what he's saying. This is not similar to a case that appears in the Gemara, where even though there's one, there's one uh, uh, aid, but he says, I'm, I'm going to show you. I'll show you. Meaning he's, 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 he's willing to show objective proof right away. Uh, and and uh, and Tosus learns out from there. Let's say a person says, "I'm going to show you that a Gentile came and he he uh, defiled your wine by by pouring it to Avodazar." And you say, "I'll show you." He's doing it right now. The That's a clear, immediate um, uh, clarification. In, in our situation, we say, when we'll cross that bridge when we come to it, in effect. In other words, when it will be clarified, so then we'll have to deal with it. Until then, we're just going to follow Chazak. Because this fellow is saying that he's going to clarify it. So, the Kohen who's saying, uh, I'm a Kohen, and, and, and sticking with it, so he knows that if he's lying, he's going to be exposed. So that actually uh, proves his truth. If he continues to deny it, despite the fact that he knows that somebody is, that, uh, that, that exposure is imminent, so, uh, so that actually uh, strengthens his case. And on, on the contrary, this other fellow who just showed up, He's not worried to lie. He's not a, a resident here. He's not going to see anybody tomorrow. Like he came, so he's going to go. In other words, he's a passing guy, so comes in and says something. So, so he can say whatever he wants. Certainly if it's said as part of an argument. 
Okay, so had the had Reuben the Kohen or the presenting himself the Kohen denied the whole thing, we would have he would have continued to function as a Kohen. We would have ignored the Eidacha, despite the fact that he made a Shvua and the fact that he says, I'm going to go clarify it. We would have to do if if he would if he would clarify it so great we'd have to deal with it but if but until that 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 ha- that would happen we would just go with with uh, legitimate halachic assumptions okay step two I rak me'achar shehoda he did agree though hayav shal lomar denikarim divrayamet it seems true now me'achar shechaveru heid venishpa veratzalavarer this other fellow testified. He took an oath and, and he's now going to go clarified. He's going to go start bringing proofs because of worry about this clarification, about the exposure. So then he, 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 he admitted and, and uh, without, without shame. And so then there's, there's room to, to trust what he's saying. So theoretically, we could have believed him 100%. We could have. However, there's always this worry about, about uh, maybe he's got a divorcee in mind. Uh, in other words, this fellow is going to get the worst of both worlds. What's going to be? Because we're worried that maybe he's taking advantage of the situation in order to open himself up to marrying a divorcee. Maybe I, I get people, people do all sorts of things. So maybe uh, uh, as this guy is, uh, uh, I don't know what's the status of his, of his, of his present wife, um, but still maybe he wants to like open up his options. That's always a worry with a with a with something like this. On the other hand, we're not going to be lenient. Maybe maybe this is the truth. It does look like the truth. The question is, are we going to go with it a hundred percent and say that this guy can go and go touch the touch the dead and and uh, and, and marry a divorcee? So he says, not so simple. Uh, he's still going to be prohibited to women that a coin is prohibited to marry. And he's not going to be metamilamesim. There's somebody who is, uh, let's say, a a child of a of a uh, of a kohen gets mixed up with a child of a servant. So that's like, so we have these two children now that are both uh, their pedigree is unclear. So we say they have to have the chumras of kohenim and the chumras of of, of normal Yisraelim. Oh, here's the thing. There was a similar situation that happened in Venice. One fellow denied he's a Kohen and went and married a divorcee. Now, it's this Reish Mem Yod. I'm almost sure it's Rav Mordechai Yafet. Uh, I think it works out with the dates, with the generations. Katavalov Chubaka, he wrote a long responsum about this. My my grandfather wrote Lahachmir, 
כמו שהוא בא בשוט חוט השני, סימן י"ז יעוין שם, like in that book. So, so his, his uh, פסק seems to me that we have to be stringent uh, that, and, and treat him uh, with all the chumras of Kohanim and the chumras of Yisraelim. So he's going to have to be both um, not marrying a grush of a halala and also not being metamal amesim, but he can't function as a Kohen. We're not going to uh, uh, call him up for the first aliyah. He's not going to do birkas Kohanim, and he's certainly not going to be uh, redeeming the first bull. Okay. Now, what about all those children that he redeemed? So all these children that were redeemed are going to have to be re-redeemed. Now, he's been a coin for 30 years. So there's going to be all sorts of firstborns that were redeemed by him. Again, there, there's probably other koanim and there's probably, uh, uh, and so, but there's going to be a whole, uh, a whole hall full of full of uh, you could you could get together uh, uh, you know a good amount of guests in a hall that all were were not redeemed by him. Um, now, I'll be this fear Leila Rabbi Yoshua Reish Perik Ches de Trumos de Nodaloshu Ben Grusha Ben Chalutza Kovanosov Ksherin Lemafreya. Oh, the question is now: Do we have precedent for this in the Gemara? So we do have a case in the Gemara where somebody was uh, a, a coin doing a voda and offering sacrifices. And then it turns out that it's exposed. It's, it's, it's made clear to him that he's a Ben Grusha. Somebody looks into his pedigree, there's a story, and, uh, and it comes out that he was a Ben Grusha. So now what about all the sacrifices that he offered? So we say his sacrifices are kosher retroactively, meaning we look back, no, we don't, there's no need to to give once again all those all those uh, sacrifices. But we hold that way. And and so now, based on this, you might think just like if a Kohen is 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 revealed to be the son of a Grusha, his sacrifices are accepted. Maybe if somebody is revealed to not have been a Kohen, so all the Pidyana Bens were were accepted because at the time they legitimately thought he was a Kohen. Says the Chavos Yarshani Asab the Nafkale Mikra, the Borech Hashem Chelo, Afilu Chalolin Shibo, the Chem Persho Rambam Barav. That's a different story. That's a very, very local halacha that can't be extrapolated from because we have a Pasuk that proves that even though a Kohen was revealed to have been a halal, even though a coin was revealed to have been an invalid coin because he was the, 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 the child of a, relation, a relationship between a coin and a grusha and a, and a divorcee, and, and so he is a halal, but we have a pasuk that, that, that after the fact, if somebody was revealed to have been a halal and he offered sacrifices, so, so those sacrifices are valid. And that's a Gemara in Psachim. Mashain Kinlin and Davara Kher with regards to other things, Kaimalan, Kamanda Amar, Noduloshu Ben Ben Grusha, Batla Kuna. Below Kamanda Amar Beperik Betamakos Mesa Kuna. Now uh, for other areas of halacha, um, uh, 
uh, a coin with regards to uh, the coin guttle dying for a, for a near Meklat for a city of refuge or the like. What about, what about another situation, not sacrifices, where a coin was, uh, was revealed to have been a, 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 a Ben Grusha or the like. So there, the Gemara has a machlokas, whether we say Batla uh, or Mesa Do we say that it's like he's a Kohen that, so to speak, died, meaning when he was revealed to be a, a, uh, a Kohen Ben Grusha? So it's like for let's say that fellow who was in the Mir Miklat, who was in the who was in the city of refuge, it's for him as if the coin died and he goes free. Or do we say no, the opposite, that it's as if uh, uh, there never was he never was a coin, um, and then he's and then he's stuck there. So the Gemara, that's you see that this issue of his sacrifices are retroactively considered legitimate if he's revealed to be a, a halal, an invalid coin. That's a local halacha with regards to sacrifices, but that's not a general principle. Um, see the Ramam. We don't say, ah, if it's korbanos are kosher, so certainly in other areas, we should say that that his uh, pidyon is kosher. The Chamira Shari Balmum Pasul Ahakriv Masha Inkain Lishar Matnoskuna. We see and we see that a that a Balmum, somebody who has a, a blemish, so he's invalid for offering a sacrifice. On the other hand, he's okay for for Matnosku, other Matnoskuna, other other of the of the of the presence that a coin gets certainly that we should say that the sons are considered still if it was an obligation or it was a a um, a uh, donation sacrifice it was possible to offer another one um and Yet we still say it's kosher. Um, so we don't say. You see that there's a there's a kalvachomer theoretically that could have been on the books that that we we don't say, and you see that from that gemara and makos. So so uh, in other words, don't to summarize this whole section. Don't extrapolate from the fact that retroactively a kohen's uh, sacrifices are still considered okay, even though he was revealed to be an invalid coin. The Einla Hashiv Gamkain, Hashiv Imkain Lamatanan Nimsa Balmum Wait a second. If that's the case, we we do find that if somebody was revealed to have been a coin with a blemish, so the service that he did, the sacrifices that he offered are invalid. It sounds like even if, it, if, if he ended up having a mum, we should have made a kavachomer from a ben grusha. It ends up that it's a pasuk from Parsha Shavua. 
I will I will give him my my covenant of peace to Pinchas, but Chazal Darshan Kishu Shalem. When he is only when he is Shalem, that uh, a coin that that uh, did service uh, when he was a Balmum, when it's revealed that he was a Balmum, so we say uh, again a coin with a blemish. So we say that his 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 the sacrifices that he offer are invalid. We don't say that oh from a Ben Grusha if his korbanos are okay. So it's certainly we don't say that. We say listen here the pasuk says that the korbanos are accepted. Here the pasuk says they're not. Okay, that's local stuff. Now, So so he has to he has to pay back all those five skull that he took. Okay. Now, there was more to this uh, Shiloh. We got the story of the Shiloh, but apparently in the letter that the questioner wrote, he included a whole other thing. And this is what, in the end, uh, the Chavos Yar uh, relates to. And he has some strong words here, I have to say. What happens? He, he's been 30 years, he's been a coin. So let's say somebody passed away. So now we have, we have a coin that died. We have a, a, a Bechor that died. Now, what do we say um, when a Bechor that was unredeemed? So the questioner was saying, maybe the children of those Bechorim that were unredeemed should, should not inherit. Who divrei boros? This is... Uh, uh, the product of a lack of intelligence, meaning this is this is uh, uh, like Buran Amaretz. This is Amaratzis. This is something that involves that is coming from a lack of, of knowledge. Shem Kane, Bechor Wait a second. Here's a Bechor who was revealed to have. Who's a? Here's a coin who was revealed to not have been a coin. A Bechor that was revealed to not have been redeemed. But wait a second. What about a Bechor who wasn't redeemed at all? Sheim Kane Bechor Shalonif Taklal, a Bechor that wasn't redeemed at all. Lo Yirasha Aviv, Lo Yirasha Aviv, he's not going to. Uh, he's not going to inherit his father. He won't get a double, uh, a double portion if he's the bechor of his father. Who's gonna, who's gonna inherit? 
some some uh, some government official. That's an expression. Do you think that that God gave the Bechor to the Kohen the same way that he gave the Kohen the, the, uh, the Petr Chamor and the firstborn animal or Petr Chamor uh, uh, redeemed with a sheep? Do you think so? Wait a second. A child where the father died before the child was 30 years, 30 days old. So he's not going to, he's not going to uh, uh, inherit him. Uh, The Gemara uh, has an ukimta about that particular case, but says the the chavosyar v'chol elu divrei boros. This whole direction is is uh, is coming from lack of knowledge. Even if he wasn't uh, redeemed to give it to the coin, afal pisha roui baze. A child who didn't do Pidyan Aben is 100% a child and is inherited 100%. The firstborn of your sons. That's easy to understand. Uh, now, there will, there, just a, a word about this, just uh, uh, maybe for the questioner. Uh, what might have led the questioner astray on this particular topic? So, uh, at a at a pidyon aben, there is a, a text that is said, and the kohen says to the Israel, "Do you want your uh, your firstborn son, or do you want these five uh, um, uh, five silver pieces? Meaning, do you want to hold on to your money and give me the son, or do you want to give me the money and hold on to your son?" So, it does sound like that. Uh, but that is something that the Meforshim make clear that the reason why we're saying that is because we want to make sure that a person is giving over the money to the Kohen with 100% Da'as. We want to make sure that it's 100% of a gift. And so um, that's the reason for that whole uh, back and forth. But, um, but that's simply incorrect, meaning... As part of this whole discussion about the Kohen who was who was uh, uh, revealed to be an imposter, so um, don't bring in anything having to do with inheritance for the firstborns that were uh, mistakenly unredeemed. Uh, and he says, "V'tama echalal datcha." He gives him some muster now. How is it that your clear, your clean mind uh, took in such mixed up things and such such uh, uh, a false fantasy of imaginative ideas? Now, I'm not sure. I, I made a mental note, but I didn't follow up on it. To, to these parentheses where they come from. 
we do find something that is similar in the literature. The Kolbo says that you don't uh, you don't mourn over a firstborn child, um, and and even though he was redeemed, because the firstborn child is 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 given over to God. Now you look over there, the Beis Yosef and, and, uh, and uh, the others, they all say that this is a mistake and they, this is a taus, this is a mistake that appears in the Kolbo and, um, and therefore it's, it's simply uh, this, this particular uh, thing is, 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 is not brought, la, not brought la halach. So uh, keep in mind, that um, that there is this particular statement of the Kolbo that is is rejected by the subsequent uh, commentators. They say this is simply a mistake. Um, it's a rare kind of a thing. I was trying to figure out who the uh, talking to friends who uh, who uh, would have uh, researched this more than me, and um, and uh, who is the Kolbo. So the what what I understood from my conversations was the Kolbo is a, a student of the Orchos Chaim, or at least much of the Sefer uh, uh, Kolbo is is like the Sefer Orchos Chaim. Uh, um, the Ravarn of Lonil was one of the Chachmei Provence. So uh, so it's from that base matter who exactly it is. Uh, I don't know, and I don't. I'm not sure if there's a there's a consensus on this. Uh, one maramukum that I got that I didn't uh, follow through with is that the um, there's a Mosetar of Cook edition of the Sefer Kolbo, and that in the introduction to that Sefer, I should be able to find uh, material about the identity of the Kolbo. Anyways, vanilo bati lechlal chuvalze raklas hircha lehaba. I'm only mentioning this in, a, in this tshuva. I'm only responding just to warn you that you shouldn't in the future um, uh, take in these kinds of, of dregs, these kinds of ideas that are unclear, that aren't correct. It's good that you didn't mention it in the proper, in the, in the response and proper. Uh, so that's the tshuva of of the of the chavos yor. In in short, four part tshuva. Part number one. Well, there was this, there was the shaila. Somebody a kohen uh, comes from uh, escapes from the from the chmelnitsky pogroms in in Tachvetat, and he he runs away to Germany. But when he's in Germany, he sets himself up and, and appears to be a coin. And this goes on for 30 years. And, uh, and he does all the things that Kohenim do. He, he redeems, the, uh, uh, redeems the firstborn. He gets the first Aliyah. He, he does Birkas Kohenim. He doesn't go to cemeteries, etc. He doesn't marry a Grusha, the whole thing. 30 years pass, and then a landsman, somebody who was from his own town in Russia, so he shows up at the, in, at the, in the village, in the, in, the, in the town where they happen to be, and uh, they're arguing about this, that, or the other thing, and, 
And he says, you're not a coin. And your father wasn't, I know that whole family, you were not a coin. And, uh, and this fellow, again, gets the base thing of involved, obviously, he takes a shvua, chamura. It sounds like he took a shvua with the Sefer Torah, and he, and he testified that this was true. And he said that he's going he's gonna to make it clear to everybody, if, I'm going to show all of you, I'm going to show you. And as opposed to just denying where says the, uh, the Chavos Yar, had he denied it, we would have trusted him. We would have. We would not have deposed him as a coin. But uh, he went and he admitted that he's not a coin. Well, he admitted he's not a coin again. I, I assume uh, uh, afraid of being exposed. And um, and now, uh, what's the story? So simply, you might have just said, "Yeah, everything seems to be true here." Meaning. Uh, this fellow comes, he theoretically could have denied it or ignored him, but he doesn't. He went and he took an oath. Uh, the, the fellow took an oath and then, and then the, this fellow admits. So it sounds like his admission is true, meaning from circumstantial evidence. Uh, however, um, the, uh, there is a worry in the Gemara mentioned that we're worried that, that he might have uh, cast his eyes, so to speak, on a on a uh, um, divorcee, and uh, we had a similar case that happened in Venice. That there was a fellow who who denied he was a coin, and then he went and he married a a divorcee. Um, now, what about the? Uh, ah, so so what's the din? We give him the chumras of a Yisrael and the chumras of a coin. So he can't marry a divorcee. He can't be metamil uh, uh, But he also doesn't get the first aliyah, do birkas koanim, and redeem the firstborn. Um, now, the Chavos Yor brings this whole, has this whole discussion about Somebody was revealed to be a, a Ben Grusha, and somebody was real to be, revealed to be uh, to to be a um, Balmum. Uh, the sacrifices of somebody revealed to be a Ben Grusha are considered accepted based on one pasuk and based on another pasuk. Of uh, uh, um, I, I gave him Bris um, Shalom. So Chazal Darshan that is Shalem that if a person was revealed to have been a Balmum, so then he um, his sacrifices are not considered valid. They have to be brought again. Okay, what about uh, our case? Somebody was revealed here to to to, to have problems with this Kahuna. So the uh, so maybe we should say the same. So he says, no, we, we all where there's a pasuk, there's a pasuk. Where there's not a pasuk, there's not a pasuk. Fine. If you look in the on the footnotes in the source material. So he quotes Rav Yosef Shol Natanzen, and he says the following. I think that's Rav Yosef Shol Natanzen. Anita dalama kola I'm wondering what is the what is the place for this whole discussion? Here, what's revealed is not that he's a coin with a problem, but that he's not a coin at all. Who would have ever thought that somebody who's revealed to have never been a Kohen, his korbanos should be okay? This is not a Kohen with a problem. This is a non-Kohen. 
who have even thought? Why do you need to prove that? Oh no, 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 that's not applicable. This particular Gemara. It, that, that's it's not just that you can't really compare the two. It's the two things are totally not 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 similar. It's and Gado. So the so so the this Yosef Shol, which I believe is is Rav Yosef Shol Natanzen. Um, so. Um, is uh, I'll check it out. Um, he says this is this is uh, uh, even though the conclusion is true, but uh, it's it's hard to understand what even the as we would say what the Havamina ever was. Uh, finally, the last thing um, there was somebody who wrote a letter implying that maybe a Kohen who was revealed to not been a Kohen, who redeemed all sorts of firstborns, those firstborns that were found to have never have been redeemed, they all now um, uh, will, will not inherit their parents because uh, if the child ended up not having gotten Pidyan Aben, well then he's not the he's not the child of this of these parents. So the the the, the here comes out very strong against this because it's simply incorrect. There's no uh uh Aben has no Yerusha ramifications, has no ramifications on 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 the laws of inheritance and uh, he gives very strong musr for his uh, for his Talmud. Um, anyways, that's the, that is the, the, the tshuva that I wanted to share with you tonight uh, about the, the man who for 30 years impersonated a coin.